listening to The Smoking Section, powered by Symphonic. Here we are, another episode. This is uh, season five, and we have a newcomer who has been... How, how should we say? Breaking down barriers and killing the game. Ooh, I love that. I like that, right? Thank you. That's your next song. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll take it. Right now. story down. of how I first heard about a lot of Springsteen. I was sitting, and in actually, one of the old previous episodes, we were talking to Tyler Fillmore. Mm-hmm. Love and, him. And uh, he was telling me. I said, I was putting together a show, and he says to me, oh, you should have a lot of Springsteen play on this show. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to have you play on it because you've already played. <laughs> so he's like, fair enough. And I, so I was like, well, who's a lot of Springsteen? I'm like, I heard the name, but it was like, I didn't really know who you yeah. were at that point in time. And so he goes, so I was in the Uber. For those of you who don't know, Fillmore doesn't drive. <laughs> This is actually true. <laughs> Let's just, just put that out there. Fillmore Ubers everywhere. And um, he was in the car um, with this Uber driver. And his Uber driver said, hey, I got to stop for gas. Is that cool? He goes, yeah, sure. Why not? Never happened yeah, before. Why not? He stops for gas. And the song is playing. And he gets back in the car. He's trying to Shazam the song. The song <laughs> is not coming up on Shazam at all. <laughs> and so the driver gets back in the car. And, and so... T- Fillmore goes, wait, who is that? Because I try to listen to it. He goes, oh, that's my daughter, blah, blah. Stop it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Know exactly where this is going. (laughs) Oh, that's my daughter. And then he he tells me that you can correct me if this is wrong because I only remember bits and pieces. But he tells me that he went to your Instagram page. Yep. And saw that you covered some of his songs. Dude, that's absolute facts. I covered his song, Love That About You, like forever ago. And he Before found I met it. Him. Yeah. yeah. And he found it. Yeah. And then he DM'd you. <laughs> this is accurate. About how, like, he, if you need any help at all, like, reach out to him. Here, like, all this shit. And then you wrote with him. Yeah. And then you, did you he had some cuts with you, too. Dude, he actually featured on a song that I put out. So we have a song out together. Well, isn't that fucking full circle? I mean, that is just Nashville for That's you. Nashville That's Nashville for you. classic Nashville. Your but- dad got your dad. Your dad got you that. <laughs> My dad, like if you know my dad too, he is like the biggest people person, loves to talk to everybody. So there's so many people that I've met. They're like, you will not believe where I first heard your music. And and it's my dad driving around like with the most genius marketing plan of all time. I am totally going to hire an Uber driver to try to and pay them to just play podcast episodes all the time. It's just a rotation. It's just the most wild thing. I mean, yeah, he reached out to me on Instagram and then he came out to like one of my first shows in Nashville and was just like you know became a fan and obviously I was already a fan of his music and he had me out on tour with him like for a while which was amazing (laughs) and he's just become like a homie of mine I love it I love Fillmore so much Fillmore is is a character for those of you guys who don't know (laughs) he he is a character Um, actually you probably do know because his wife is a character Um, they're the cutest they are the cutest they're on vacation right now unfortunately because I wish I was with him. Seeing all the beach I'm seeing all the beach pics and I'm jealous as shit right (laughs) now. Same. (laughs) Especially as we have rain, drizzly, no sun whatsoever. I feel like I'm in Seattle. Yeah. So let's talk about this because you are, how old are you? 21. Oh, she just turned 21, guys. (laughs) Um, As of October. She's able to drink. Yes. Um, 
So you're 21 and you move here to town from Virginia Beach. Yeah. You're used to the beach. I'm kind of sad because there's no beach around. I'm used to the beach as well because I'm from Philly and, and South Jersey. That's right. See, you get it. I get it. So there's you no beach. It. Yeah. Um, and so how was the adjusting from here, from there to Nashville? Man, I miss the beach every single day of my life. And it's kind of funny. Maybe you relate to this too. I think growing up, I literally grew up five minutes from the beach. Like yeah, I was, I was 20. Right, okay, so yeah. you were right there too. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I feel like it's like having a pool in your backyard where yeah. you take it for granted. And we didn't go hardly as much as, as we should have. And now whenever I go back, I'm like beach every single day. Like moving here though, you don't realize how nice it is to be by the coast until you're landlocked. And I just feel claustrophobic a lot of times. That's the one thing I would change about Nashville. Yeah, because I, <laughs> I, I, I hate the lakes. They're just dirty. They're dirty. <laughs> they're so dirty to me. They're, they're spoiled. Just, they're so dirty to me. I went last last time I went to the uh, two foot was it two foot lake or whatever in Old Hickory or yes, whatever. Yes. And it's like okay, we're all out here in boats, but why are we standing in the middle of the of the lake? <laughs> why is it just like just just literally just two feet right here? I'm like, so this funny. looks gross. It's so funny. You have to not think about it. You yeah. just have to get out and enjoy. Yeah, it. that's why I have drinks. <laughs> that's trying. why I drink while hey, I'm doing it. Hey, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> that's why I drink while. I'm doing it. Oh man. So so um let's talk about your childhood. How was your childhood? Man, I grew up both my granddads are pastors. Mm-hmm. So I grew up singing in church like my whole life. Which is I think why I started to love music so much, like growing up with the harmonies mm-hmm. and just singing in church every Sunday. I would be up on stage when I was like four and five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like how great thou art, and amazing grace and all of that. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, those days. it's a. I don't know if you've ever. Have you ever been to Virginia Beach before? Yes, once. Okay, and it was a bad experience. Oh, I'm sorry. I ended up in the hospital. No. Yeah. Can I need some context? I so I was. I don't know how old I was. I must have been like nine okay. years old or whatever. Um, maybe ten. Little Marcus. Uh, it was little Marcus. <laughs> but I, my aunt and my grandma took us took me to Virginia Beach and we got there and maybe the next day my leg was in so much pain I couldn't walk. No. What happened? No idea. Like to this day we still have no idea what happened. We took us to the hospital, they couldn't find anything. There was nothing an X-ray, nothing. Um but it was just this shooting pain. I legit couldn't walk and they had to put a brace on my entire leg. Oh my god. So gosh. we had to cut my cut the trip short. My my grandmother, I think it, my mom, no, my aunt at this point is like carrying me and I'm not a small no dude <laughs> not a small dude so she's like oh, get in my back like trying to carry I'm like this is not good that's like, terrible yeah. and you still to this day have no idea what I haven't, happened I have no idea what we this is what we think happened my because like when I turned 13 yeah. I ended up having surgery on my ankles because okay. they found a, I broke my ankle and they found a cyst on my ankle wow so, so we maybe. think at that point in time that's when the cyst like started growing and started coming that's what happened man that's so wild yeah, yeah. that's so wild well I'm sorry that was your but I want to go back experience. Yeah. <laughs> We gotta we gotta change that experience. You come back next time. Yeah. We'll go to the beach. Yeah. But uh, the town I grew up in is called Pungo, Virginia. So it's like a small town in the middle of Virginia Beach, and. Honestly, it was the coolest place to grow up because, like I said, five minutes from the beach, but also like right across from like a horse farm and farmers markets and well, cornfields. Best and, of both worlds. Yeah, I know. It was like such a dreamy, really cool place to grow up, and I, I think I didn't realize how cool it was until I moved away um, oh. and seeing more of the world and all that. But 
it's also just nostalgic. Like it will always be home. My mom's side of the family is still there. So going back and seeing family, it's really sweet. Um, but that was, that's kind of my childhood. I grew up there and, uh, honestly, like from when I was really young, I was always a lover of like words. Like I, I would, I wanted to be part of the adult conversations. I would rather like be inside playing my guitar a lot of times than out like playing soccer or like whatever. Like I was so focused on music from a really young age. Do you remember the first song you wrote? <laughs> I do, believe it or not. How, uh, how bad was it or how good was it? I feel like I can't say. Like that's, it feels weird. I think it was pretty all right for my first song. Yeah. Like it was, it's called Fairy Tale. And I wrote it about my parents' love story, like how they met and fell in love and oh, all of that that's stuff. that's so sweet. Right? So cute. All right, that's a good one. <laughs> that's good. That's but, uh, good. I wrote that when I was nine, and I remember just, it changed everything for me. Like, from the second I wrote that song, I knew it was something I was going to do for the rest of my life, and I just became obsessed with it. I'd never been able to express myself in that way, you know? Mm. Um, I can be, like, a pretty... It can take a minute to get to know me, really. Mm -hmm. But I found myself being able to say things in my songs that I couldn't even say to like best friends. And it was just like my therapy in so many ways. Ah, music has always been therapy for everybody. It's very therapeutic. Especially through breakups and everything like that. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you're you're talking to the right person. I have that's a breakup. That's all I write about. I have a, yeah, yeah, I have a breakup playlist. Yes, you have to. You have you to do. have one. I have like probably five. Who's breakups. on your? <laughs> <laughs> I have too many. I only have one. Breakups only happen like every so often because I don't really date. Like okay, so it only yeah. happens so often for me. Yeah. So maybe once every like four years. <laughs> Here's my problem. I've only had a, I've had two, two maybe three breakups. And you have five breakup playlists. This is the thing, Marcus. Like I <laughs> stop it right now. I understand I have a problem. Here's my problem. I break up with somebody, but then I like write so much about it that I kind of stay in that zone, right? And I'm I always over dramatize it. I've always been that person. Like I'm a romantic. I. Part of me has always thought sadness is beautiful. Like I'm totally that person. I just get wrapped up in my feelings. And I think that's probably why I songwrite and why I'm the artist that I am. But it also, <laughs> I can have a sad girl you, moment you for should, like a you, month. You should, be in a, you should be in a lifetime chick flick. <laughs> hey, sign me up. I'll do it. I'm perfect. No. Uh, what's on, what's, what kind of songs are on your, uh, on your breakup list? Oh, let me think. That you didn't write. Let me think. Um, some some Laney. I've always been a Laney fan. I actually really? got to tour with them. You tour, year, yeah. But I was a fan long before that, and they have some great breakup songs, I'll have to say. Oh. Um, definitely a little bit of Sam Hunt in there. Um, Olivia Rodrigo, she's got breakup jams for days. Um, this is a good manager. She's brought you your playlists. Man, let me go in and just see. Yeah. Let me find the actual playlist so I can. So I can. I need you. this playlist, by the way. So if she, when you get done, go ahead and text me some access to this playlist. <laughs> this uh, the playlist is called "Why Did You Break My Heart?" Though. <laughs> For some context, look at look at the cover. It's a skeleton with the. Oh, like, he's like, I'm okay. I'm okay. But he's literally dead. Not really okay. I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> Oh, that's 
was perfect. We got some. Oh my god, we got some early Taylor Swift in there. You're not sorry. Oh, that was the first Taylor Swift song I ever heard, and it changed really? my life. Yeah, and it's. I was kind of late to the party, I guess. I missed the whole first you, record. You didn't really. No, I'm just. So but then I, I was, clearly you missed a lot by that point. Obviously, I went back and I was like discovering 15 and Tim McGraw and all of this stuff. But uh, I remember distinctly the first time I heard that song. I was like 10, probably. This is about one of the Jonas emo. Brothers. <laughs> So good. I got some Post Malone in there. We got some Alexander 23. So Do you, you know got, Alexander 23? No. Oh, he's great. So you got all these new guys in there. I got the old mofos in there. Oh, what you got? Rascal Flats. Oh, come on. That me and my gang album. Oh, my God. It's That's so pretty much my good. breakup album. They've got some breakups. They got some breakup songs yeah. where you like really dig in to cry. If you ever really want to cry, just listen to <laughs> Rascal some Rascal Flat songs. <laughs> His voice just like it makes you want to fall it's apart. Like, oh my god, yeah, dude! No, like, who out. broke your heart? How <laughs> so did that? The breakup songs make me happy. Is that weird? Like, sad songs make me kind of like. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> All right, whatever, whatever. <laughs> it is kind of no, weird. I have no. I have. A, I have one friend who uh, used to go to bars and play sad songs on the jukebox oh. to the point where like he got banned from Red Door he actually. get kicked out he got banned from Red everybody's Door. like getting depressed yeah like, <laughs> I, mean, I mean bartenders I don't know why. I mean the more you're depressed the more you drink so you shouldn't get pissed off for kinda it kinda true you know I mean at least I do um, <laughs> <laughs> feel that <laughs> you know why the hell not so that. let's talk let's talk let's <laughs> just talk about music let's see let's talk about what you got planned because yeah let's for, for those of you who don't know this right here this is it's actually really one sheet I just printed off it in two there were some there were some printer issues at the office so it's He's really got, just it one sheet it seems like a lot there but there's there's a lot I asked for talking points and normally I don't but this is, this is way too much where it's like someone put in work <laughs> For this, someone put in work, and I'm and I'm looking at the someone. They put in that work, so I'm gonna respect the work that they put in. Aww, look at you. And I'm gonna honor. Is that helpful or not helpful? Are you overwhelmed? Or no, I. You know what? I'm not overwhelmed. <laughs> All right, perfect. There's plenty of topics to talk about here. Plenty of topics. Uh, let's talk about here. Um, uh, see, there's a lot of topics here. I'm going through it. You know, I'm gonna just go down to the list. Let's talk about your new song that I just listened to this morning. Ooh, come on. Did you really? I did listen to me myself Aww. and why this morning. Thank you. I did because Good I did my research on you. But then I listened to it. I'm like, oh shit! And I found myself listening to it over and over again. Wow. Um, you. Um, when I when I said killing the game, I meant killing the game. Obviously, your manager is also helping you out, and she's a badass. So she, gonna, she you have a great <laughs> manager behind you. Just want to point that out. I'm saying this shit because they're sitting all in this room with me right now. Um, <laughs> you gotta put it out there. <laughs> he knows his audience. I know my audience. I know my audience. Now she's hiding in her. <laughs> I've known her for so long. Aww. Known her for a long time. That's awesome. So me, myself, and why? Yeah. <laughs> I keep like one to one like fuck up and say me, myself, and why like Beyonce. Yeah. Right. Right. But it's me, myself, and why. So let's let's talk about this. What was the mindset in the song and picking this song and writing a song? Man, I'll take you back. So I wrote this last year with two of my favorites in town, Josh Jenkins and Pete Good. Mm -hmm. And we got in the room and obviously 
no surprise, it's a breakup song, right? Of course, of course. <laughs> and I wrote this about, basically the story behind it is I was breaking up with this guy and it had been four months, so not too long, but when I fall in love with somebody, when I'm in a relationship, I invest like so deeply. I can't love halfway. You love quickly. I love quickly and hard, right? Ooh, no wonder so, why you like breakups. Okay, all right. It sucked, man, but this, I wrote this song about a moment where we were in the middle of breaking up and I did the stupid thing and I went over like telling myself I needed closure and basically just like gave him another hour to tell me more lies and like just repeat the cycle, right? Mm. And so this was like the moment I got back home and I was like, why did I put myself through that? And kind of just like the spiral, right? And so that's kind of the context to the song. It's just like me, myself and why. When you know you're supposed to walk away from somebody and you just get caught in this cycle of it's going back It's amazing how how often that happens with a lot of people, not <laughs> just relationships, but also like business wise. Like Man, you yeah. know by now you should have quit that damn job. Yeah, you're so right. I haven't thought about that. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like it's more than just relationships when it comes to that. That's a universal because it's like, oh, I know I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Why or why why have I been dragging this friendship out for so long? Man, you know what I mean? It's so true. I, I have to believe it's it's kind of a comfortable thing right you yeah. go back to what you know and what you're comfortable with but I think that is the most dangerous thing about it just because you're, yeah. something is comfortable doesn't mean it's right it's a fear <laughs> it absolutely it's is. a fear yeah um, that's what I was that's what I was struggling with the most yeah. and I went through the range of emotions right like anger regret pain sadness like all of that and I really think we were kind of able to capture that in the song which I'm so proud of I mean even down to production like the chorus is very swimmy and it kind of gets super ambient like mm -hmm. there's long guitars like mm -hmm. it kind of you it's just like it feels like a little bit like you're underwater mm -hmm. to me and then that post chorus hits and there's this little instrument in there called a mantar which is a mandolin slash guitar it's kind of a mix between the two i've never heard of that before in my life right i hadn't either and it's my new favorite thing it's that little thing it kind of sounds like a mandolin mm -hmm. but it it's kind of the focus in that post chorus and it brings this like chaotic energy to it where that's where you're like in your head spiraling right so i when i when when I go in and produce and I write these songs, I like to think about how the emotion's gonna translate when mm -hmm. people listen to it. And uh, it was really cool to be a part of that process with Pete. So we just had the best time. Yeah. Um, did you get your closure? <laughs> Yeah, as much as I'm ever going to get, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Sometimes you just got to walk away. You just got to walk away and accept yeah. it, accept the result. That's right. That's crazy. You know, it's amazing. I really, like, I'm, I'm glad that you, like, got it off of, got inspiration off of an actual, like, yeah. life experience, because. Man, that, I feel like that's kind of where history breaking up part one and part mm -hmm. two that's coming later. Mm -hmm. That's what so much of that was, is just me going through, honestly, so many different relationships and I think every step of the way I've learned something about love and honestly even more about myself like I found a lot of pieces of myself and truths in my heart by writing these songs and right. going through these things and you just have to look at it as it's all a journey and it all makes you stronger and you end up better than you were before right. but sometimes in the middle of it you just feel alone and sad and to me these songs are my therapy and hopefully it just connects with people and helps them feel a little less alone. Oh, too. it's connected. It's connected. Oh. <laughs> oh, for sure, it's connected. That's the goal. That's it's the goal. Connected. Let's talk about another song. This is a song in this EP. Yeah. Um, hold on. 
my mouth was dry. Sorry, people. <laughs> That's why we got water. That's why we have water here. <laughs> That's right. It's normally liquor here, but I forgot a bottle. <laughs> um, but there's a song in here, and I'm going to look this up because I listened to it this morning as well, and you have a previous guest, a duet with Roman, Ale- Roman Alexander. My guy. Uh, you Try ha- not to. Yes. Have you, you've talked to Roman, right? Roman's been on the podcast. I feel like I've heard that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Roman's that's Roman's been awesome. on the podcast, and Roman Roman is a good buddy. He loves his cigars. Um, <laughs> yes. He Kindred spirits there. Oh, my God. We get along so well. That's awesome. Um, but, so, did you, you did you guys write that song together? We did. We did. How was, so how, how... How about that song? That because that song, yeah. I, that's one of my favorite songs of the album. Oh, thank you. First Seriously. of all, I love you so much. I love, I jams. love duets. I do. Me too. I think it's the most fun thing collaborating with other artists. Mm-hmm. I've had so much fun with it with Fillmore and mm-hmm. Roman, and just getting to share these releases with people. It just makes it that much more fun. Yeah. Um, but that song was kind of what spurred on, honestly. History Breaking Up Part One. It kind of mm-hmm. started the process of that whole project and was really the first song that I knew I wanted to put out that year. So um, we wrote the song. It was our first time meeting the day we wrote it. We wrote it um, with Jerry Flowers and Jared Keim and kind of walked in and I don't write with a lot of artists often. Like usually as an artist, it's just kind of you and writers in the room. Mm-hmm. So when you get two artists, I'm always like, let's see if we can write a collaboration. Like let's do something fun. So our idea was to write a duet, but kind of to do it a little differently. Like most duets you hear, it's like one artist will take the first verse, mm-hmm. one artist takes the second verse. And I thought it'd be cool to approach it kind of like a conversation. Mm-hmm. So I took part of verse one, he took part of verse one, same in the second verse where you right. kind of have this back and forth. And uh, we started with a melody and kind of that concept and the title just fell out during the write. And we had the best time. Like when, so much fun writing When it. you go into rice, you already have the idea or concept already prepared? This one, we didn't. Like it's very different depending on the write. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll walk in with a chorus started or just a melody or a title that I really want to write. But this write... I just knew, we kind of knew we wanted to write a duet and we found the melody and then I had run out to grab a water or something and came back and I'm and just trying not to was in my head. Right. I didn't even know why. I was just like, what if it's trying not to? And they kind of helped me develop the story behind that. Um, and it's essentially about like, again, a relationship that you know is not right for you, that you're just stuck coming back to this person. Like it's hard, it's hard to walk away from something that you know could be good, but it just never is. Right. So there's a lot of conflict, a lot of back and forth. And that's kind of mirrored in the verses where me and right. Roman both tell our sides of right. the story. So it was so much fun. And he's one of my favorite humans. Yeah, he's, he's, a, <laughs> he's cool, a blast. He's a blast. And so talented. Like his voice yes. is butter. Yeah. It's insane. And it's kind of deep like this. Just, just saying. Just that's a, very, a good Roman impression. <laughs> <laughs> on point I love oh, that you love God. that song though it's funny we still haven't gotten to perform it live together like with our bands and we keep looking for shows that we're doing together because we're like how can we actually do this song together? well let me shoot him a text because you're doing a show for me so let me shoot him a text and yes. see if he's in town make it happen and we can try to make that happen that'd be awesome we keep talking about it yeah I'm gonna shoot him a text and see if he's in town during that time because yeah. that would be that'd be cool to have that'd be fun um, that'd be first Who's been like you? Who so? Who's been your? I'm putting you on the spot here because okay. this is going to get you some trouble, probably. <laughs> this is probably going to get you some trouble. Hey, it's my so, favorite thing. So your pups is probably gonna be like, ah, I'm going to take that out. <laughs> but 
she's, but, she's eyeing you down. I know she's eyeing me down right now. <laughs> it won't get into us too, I promise. But who's been your favorite writers to write with? Oh man, that won't get me in trouble. Because everyone, everyone, but everyone is like you know, because everyone has their circle. Everyone has, yeah. you know, the ones that get. To, I know Fillmore for for damn sure has his fucking circle for sure. For but sure. like, we've actually written a bunch together. Yeah, Fillmore's, yeah. I, we love writing together. It's always fun. But I do feel like I kind of have a crew, which is great. Like you kind of find people that mm-hmm. really know how to help tell your story. Yeah. Um, and I think this past year and a half, I've really developed that community. And I'm so, so thankful because the writing community is my favorite thing about Nashville. Like, yeah. I'm so inspired every day getting to work with these people and write with these people and just walk in the room and create a song out of thin air. I just mm-hmm. think it's the coolest thing. I'm still so inspired by the yeah. process. Yeah. Even though I do it like every week, like four days a week. <laughs> I'm still not tired of it. But um, so some of my faves are Josh Jenkins. Obviously, we wrote mm-hmm. Me, Myself, and Why together. Um, Ryan Beaver is another one of my favorites. Oh, Who's, I he's love Ryan like, Beaver. He should be an artist. And I know he's done like one project that he's put out, but I like want him to put more music out because he's so good. He's so good. So good. And just like a really But there's a similar guy. resemblance with him and Carrie Barlow, so I think people yes. might get that mixed up. I'm playing a show with him this coming week. I'm so Are excited. You really? Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll uh, be fun. He's got the best like swag too. Do you know about his uh, snapbacks? No. <laughs> He makes no, but now I'm gonna snapbacks. text him and get me get me one. Oh, you better! He makes these snapbacks that have like just a beaver on the front, and it's incredible. I'm gonna need one. They're fire. I'm gonna need one. Uh, so he's one of my faves. Um, John Byron, I write a mm-hmm. lot with. He's had a hell of a past couple of years. He's killing it. Mm-hmm. Um, Melissa Fuller is somebody that I've been writing with literally since I was like 13, 14, like so long. She's known, she's watched me grow up. Wow. Which is a cool thing. I call her like my song mom. Like she, <laughs> she knows all the stories. She exactly. knows all the stories. And she's seen me go through all the breakups yeah. and all this stuff. And yeah, the two breakups guys, the right. two breakups, the two breakups that I've written a thousand songs about. <laughs> Um, but she's, uh, she actually wrote always going to love you with me. So, which is still one of my most streamed. It's cool. Um, one of my faves, I'm trying to think who else I write with these people. Will Weatherly. I work a ton with love. Will. I love him too. Matt McGinn. Yep. Do you know Matt? Yep. He's awesome. Yep. Uh, it's a lot of writers. Bunch of, bunch of people. I'm missing so many this people is, ask me that. And like so many, I'm I should have narrowed it down to two writers. Right. I know. I could go yeah. on and on and on, honestly. So, we're talking we talk about writers, and then, and I guess we could talk about this now, because by the time this is released, this is out. But, new number. Yeah. Written by Shane McAnally, Ashley Gourley, and Red Atkins. Let's talk about this. Hold up. Let's <laughs> talk about this. You have three of the best songwriters. I know. It's crazy, man. Ever. How, Ashley Gurley has what? 50 something number one hits? It's stupid. They are the epitome of his like, song. Like, that's the Mount Rushmore that's, right there. That's as good as it gets. Yeah. 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 So tell us the story of how a new number game came to you. I love this story. I mean, I just, I think it's so cool how songs have their own lives and kind mm-hmm. of find their way. And I think good, the best songs always get heard. Um, this song is like six years old. Mm-hmm. It was written a while ago, and it's one of those that you know has been looking for a home I feel like there's been a lot of artists that have 
thought they were going to cut it and didn't put it out. But for that reason, my manager had it on her phone for the longest time and had always just been a fan of the song. I didn't know any of this. Um, from my perspective, we were out in California shooting my music video for California. Mm hmm. And I literally remember like the exact area. We were driving right in the Hollywood Hills, like the Hollywood sign was right there, like wow. shooting the last couple of scenes. And this song came on and I was in my own world, like with my phone, probably on social media, doing whatever. Um, totally disengaged from what was on the radio, what right. was playing. And the song came on and literally the second, the first chorus got done, like first verse, first chorus, I looked up from my phone and I was like, what song is this? Like it hit me in the chest. You know, the, there's songs that just say things in such a perfect way that you just relate to. And this was that for me. I was like, I've got to know what song this is. And, um, and then obviously I found out who wrote it and that it wasn't cut. And I was like, I have to be the one to sing it. Um, and I've always said like, I would love to cut outside songs. Mm -hmm. I've always felt like the best song always wins. And there's so many great songs getting written here in Nashville every single day. Like, why wouldn't I want, right. want to be the one to sing it? But um, I'd never had one connect with me the way this one did. And it just felt like it told a part of my story in a different way. And uh, so I'm just so honored to be singing a song written by these guys. I mean, who have written songs that have made me the artist that I am, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so it's, it's pretty surreal and full circle and just the coolest moment ever. It's insane. And it's probably going to be a huge song. Uh -huh. <laughs> no, no, I no, hope so. No bullshit. Cause I, I've been watching it on Instagram and you teasing on Instagram. Like, hey. and I heard, I'm like, yo, this is a, Oh. <laughs> this is a, if this doesn't get you signed, I don't know what the hell will. Wow, wow. It's it's a special song. It really is. Um and it's kind of, it's very different from the first one I put out, right? So me myself and why I wanted to come first. Mm -hmm. It's it's a breakup song, but it's a banger. Like it's got all this energy. I felt like it was a really cool way to kick off the year. This one is a gut punch. Like it's one that's just really broken, really It's going to be cry. Yeah, it's one of those, so be prepared. But um, Have the tissues. I do think even sad, songs as sad like that, at least for me, when you hear those songs, even though they make you like want to cry and fall apart, they also can bring so much comfort too because it's like, I'm not alone in this. Like There's mm -hmm. other people out there that are going through the same thing. And it in some way feels like a hug. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> so I'm just, I can't wow. wait for it to come out. It's literally coming out this Friday. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm excited to hear this. No, no bullshit. This is, if I cry, oh. I'm going to take a picture. I'll bring you tissues. I'm going to post, I'm going to post it. <laughs> so everyone can know. She made a grown man cry. Oh, you can add it to your breakup playlist. Oh, I will. <laughs> you better. Oh, I will. Right after Rascal Flats. Yes, yes. <laughs> honored. Absolutely honored. <laughs> right awesome. after Rascal Flats. So let's talk about this because you are going to my stomping ground this year <gasps> for the Tidal Wave Festival. Oh, my gosh. This just got announced today. I, I am can't wait. I am from... Uh, we talk about beaches and Lake City is actually the beach I would go to all the time. Wow. Tell me, what should I expect? I've never been. Um, so this is I think this is the first year they're doing that Tidal Wave Festival. Yes. Um what what can you expect from Atlantic City and people from Atlantic City? Because people from Atlantic City are basically people from Philadelphia. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Right. So are you into sports? 
A little bit. Okay. Not too much. All right. A um, if Philly and, and, and South Jersey people, if they don't like you, they'll let you know. <laughs> if they do like you, they'll let you know. Okay. But they love music and they love, you know, quality music. So I'm not going to say like shit that doesn't mean anything because every song has a meaning to it whether yeah. it be fun it has it gives you an emotion to play off of um but they're gonna love you oh i am i wish i can go but i would literally be an hour away because wow. that's also the same time that jimmy is doing his betty fest oh my in gosh Delaware. <laughs> oh my gosh too many Early too game. many things going so on so it's like i actually like I, we, I actually talked about it with one of my friends i'm like there has to be a way that I can pick up a line, pick a lineup for one day, and like just drive from Delaware to Lang City, and then fly back. Dude, that would be so chaotic. I'm like, I have to, but the we'll see. It's probably not gonna happen. It's probably not gonna happen. It's probably not gonna happen. There will be another time. So when you go up there, also, two places you should go. That was my next question. All right. Um. There is a you like Philly cheesesteaks? Like cheesesteaks? Uh yes. You better believe I'm gonna try a Philly cheesesteak. Go to White House. White House. There's a place called White House. Okay. And it's the closest thing to an actual like it's actually it means a Philly cheesesteak, but it's like the closest thing to an actual Philly cheesesteak. Right, thing. right. Um but go to White House. Yep. Um Trying to see, there might be a line because of the fact that it's going to be a festival in town. Uh huh. I'll be see, prepared. So a line might, is a good sign. You might want to get. You might want to get someone to like, hey, send like someone over to go pick it up for you. <laughs> okay. All right. And bring You're it back. This through for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, like yeah, yeah, I, like yeah, I think I can already send you someone know, over there. I've never had a Philly cheesesteak before. It's you. It's not the usual thing I would go for. I'm more of like salads and I like fresh stuff. But if I'm if you're recommending Alana's a place first thing, for Philly if you go, cheesesteak, if you go up there and you don't have a Philly cheesesteak, I'm a slap shadow. I will, um, and I'll take a video on Instagram and tag you. <laughs> you wait, you wait. Oh my god, I can't wait for this. White yeah. House Philly cheesesteak. Go to White House, get the Philly cheesesteak, right. and then go to. Have you ever been to Wawa? Oh my god, like the gas station? Yeah, yeah. So they have, the, they have those in Virginia. They have Beach, some right? in Virginia. Yeah. Yep. So that's the other place. But you've been to Wawa, so you're good. What's Okay, what's special about Wawa, though? They're tea. They're hoagies. What isn't special about a Wawa? Really? I didn't know this. Oh, okay. Like, so I, ha- I guess I haven't been to you Wawa. You haven't been to... Okay. No. So when you like go... Like, I've pumped some gas. You pumped some gas. <laughs> you haven't been like... You haven't been like... Because I, I pumped some gas. <laughs> also, New Jersey, don't pump your own gas. It's all self. It's all Wait. full service. How yeah. are you guys more on top of this than Nashville? It's a, it's illegal to pump your own gas in New Jersey. <laughs> oh my god! No bullshit. That's no bullshit. amazing. Yeah, I'm here for that. Yeah, so don't pump your I own gas. I have no idea. Okay. But um, let's not get arrested. Yeah, don't get arrested for that. <laughs> um, don't don't like yell at you like oh don't do that. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, all right. Well, hurry your ass up then. <laughs> I got um, you. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> but yeah, go to Wawa. Wawa has like their their uh, they have lemonade tea. Okay. Wait, like all their uh, like all their teas. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sign me up. Go to Wawa, get you some teas, okay. get you a hoagie. <laughs> okay. All right. Get you all right. A hoagie. So Wawa. You get your cheese steak. Cheese steak and, and then up Wawa and, then, yeah. and get some iced tea. Yeah. All right. That's, we got, you, that's a plan. That's how you do that. That's how I do it. That's how I do it. Go on the beach, go on the bar. Okay. I don't know how relevant. 
the boardwalk is nowadays in Lang City because mm-hmm. when I was there, it was a lot of casinos and hotels right, and things like right. that. And now it's like, I don't think it's like that anymore. Do you miss it? <sighs> I miss the beach. I don't miss living up there. Okay. I'm at the point where it's like, and you're probably, I don't know if you are, but like when I go visit family up there or whatever or friends mm-hmm. up there and then I'm ready to leave like three days later or two days later. <laughs> like, I get that. Like, And yeah. I think that's with fame. I'm just, I, yeah. you've gotten to the point where it's like you're so used to being and having the freedom of doing whatever you want. It's like, mm, you know. So true. Like the Nashville circle is a special thing. It's yeah. magical, right? Yeah. And I feel like when I get out of it, it's nice for a little bit, but then you feel like you're missing it out. You're missing out. <laughs> yeah. You're it completely gets you. missing out. It's like, I love you guys, but I'm missing on, I'm missing out on mm-hmm. something that's it's, happening right now. <laughs> there's always something. Like, I have FOMO right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a balance. Uh, um, so let's talk about this, because, so who's been your biggest inspiration musically? Oh, man, that is such a big question. Um, growing up, I listened to, like, a lot of Shania, a lot of Faith Hill, mm. Carrie Underwood, mm. Big Carrie Underwood fan growing up. Like some hearts, I wore that record Yo, out. Oh, I love that. That's so underrated. So underrated. It's so underrated. I know, I know. Because there's a lot of other good records that she has, but that yeah. one I feel like just has some. Yeah. I mean, yeah. no pun intended, has some heart it in it. It has some heart in it. It has some heart yeah. in it. <laughs> um, obviously, Taylor Swift loved her music, and especially like because she was like young and writing like I was so inspired by that right um I hope people are inspired too by like I hope to carry that on too you know as a young artist and writer like I hope there's people out there that are looking what I do and be like yo I can do this too because you really can like the sky is the limit yeah and we need and there's a ton of amazing artists doing this too we need people that are just like out there living their dreams and showing people that you can do it. That's literally all it takes. I'm glad I'm glad you have the men- I'm glad you say the sky's the limit. I'm glad you say, you know, you have that mentality because a lot of people who join this who who do this and start doing this. Even successful people, they they start um keeping themselves locked into one zone. Mm, and even though they become yeah. successful in that one zone, that's yeah. all fine one good. But it's like Expand your brand, you know. So true. You know what I mean. Do as much as possible. Don't don't just hit the freaking ceiling. Just stop there. Like break through that shit. Man, that's so true. That's interesting. Like always trying to push yourself out of your own box. Yeah. Create for yourself, right? Yeah. I I agree with you completely. Like I think your comfort zone is honestly the most dangerous Mm -hmm. place to be. Like when I walk in rooms when I'm writing these songs I'm constantly thinking of what can we try that's like let's use a weird instrument I've never used before let's use a mantar and yeah, put this on the side right yeah. <laughs> like how can we how can we do something different and cool I'm all about that like for and, sure and it's, and, and it's, it's crazy because you get a lot of artists especially the older ones as they get as they get older and it becomes successful they don't mm. push the envelope right they've lot. got their thing they got they their thing they're staying their mm-hmm. thing they're, which is all fine and good you still press out those those numbers still press it those different one hits mm-hmm. but at the same time it's like uh, just give me something different yeah and that's what fires me up too yeah and outside of country too like I think I'm inspired by a lot of different music mm-hmm. and that's probably why it comes out in mm-hmm. these songs that I write like 
Country is my heart and will always be because of the songwriting and it's just my roots. It's what right. I grew up on. But I love the flavor that some of these other genres bring to it, right? Like I love the 1975. Mm -hmm. I love Laney. I love John Mayer. I'm actually going to see him um, really? in a couple of weeks in Epperstown. I'm so excited. Never met him. Never seen He's him. He's like ever. the Bible to me. Like it like the songwriting. You and a lot and of other people. And that's not like that's not a dig on him, but it's like he's he's phenomenal. He's incredible, like yeah. musically a genius. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, um, he has his own lane. Completely, he does his own thing. He's mm -hmm. it's so true. He's created his own. He's created culture. his own lane. Yeah, it's not really a genre anymore for him. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, Keith Urban too is another person yeah. I grew up listening to a ton. Love his God, guitar, I, and I he's a great performer. Yeah. I saw him at CMA Fest for the first time and I was like, oh my God. Like, I, I don't feel like I fully got it until I saw him live. It's funny you say that because Keith Urban, first time I saw Keith Urban, it was actually the co-headlining tour with him and Carrie back oh, when Carrie, I think, only lineup. had the Some Hearts album out. Wow. Uh, oh, that's the that first time cool. I seen, that's the first time, I no, it was Carnival Ride she had out. Wow. And that was the first time I saw I wish I'd go Keith back Urban. in time and see that. That must have been epic. Oh, and I saw it in Atlantic City, actually. Wow. Um, it so was cool. cool. He was like doing, um, he did, he was giving away, like giving away guitars yeah. in the crowd. He would go out in the crowd and he like, gave a guitar away to a girl. And I'm like, what? Oh my god! She had like no 14 way. different freaking wardrobe changes. Wardrobe changes. <laughs> <laughs> set. I'm like, what is going right. on? That's where I'm trying to get. <laughs> I love that. Just put on a show. It's like, what is going on? Yeah, that's so cool. Um, and outside of that, too, I went through a major like phase where I was into 80s music. Like, major. Like, like Madonna 80s the music? The Romantics. Oh. Journey. Um, like, Michael Jackson. Um, yeah. Donna Lewis. Yeah. Like, all these different. I think 80s music is so cool. Tears for Fears. Like, Everybody Wants to Rule the World is my forever jam. That song pumps me up. <laughs> it's so good. I actually, um, I did, let's see, I have a song that's kind of in that same groove mm -hmm. uh, that might be coming out later this year. We're planning to put it on the EP, but it's called Close to Me, and I played it um, at my Laney shows and all this stuff. It's one people have reacted to, but I, I was kind of inspired by that song, Everybody mm -hmm. Wants to Rule the World, because it's got this like shuffle groove. Doom. You don't hear a lot of country songs in that groove. No, so I was like, what if we do that? So I love I love the way that all these different genres kind of infuse my music and I just think it's fun. Yeah, keep that up. I will. I, will. <laughs> I don't know if I could help it. Keep that up. <laughs> it's fun. Don't it's change fun. it at all. Keep oh, that up. Appreciate that, man. No, uh, that's that's insane. So what's so let, let's talk about your experience opening for Laney. Oh. Because that must have been full circle for you. It was incredible. Like, I don't I don't know if you fully understand the level of, like, I loved their music. Uh, from the first song that I found, it was on, like, their first EP. Um, the first one I called, I heard was Forever. Mm -hmm. It's like a four mm -hmm. and ever. And from that moment, I was like, who is this band? Like, fully obsessed. Like, they were the soundtrack to so many trips. Like, I took with my best friends to the beach, and we were just jamming their music and driving around, like, looking at sunsets. They were, like, what what was playing in my car. I loved their music. And, you know, it was really cool the way it all came about. Like, I did a ton of covers of their music just because I loved it so much. And they would see it and comment, and I was like, oh, my God, this is the coolest thing ever. And then my, um, my agency was just awesome. Like, 
one of the first things they asked me when I signed with them was like, what are your dream tours? Like what collabs would you love to do? And that was one that I mentioned. And the fact that it actually happened is crazy. Like that is manifestation. (laughs) At its best. At its best. And Marcus, I had tickets to go to that show in Nashville as a fan. (laughs) Like I was going to be in the crowd. It was my birthday week. I was like, let's go see Lainey for my birthday. Uh, No, universe has other other plans. We're going to put you on the stage. (laughs) When I got that call, oh my gosh, I lost my mind. We're going to put you on the stage. You're not, uh, you're going to sell your tickets again. Right. Right. No, it was like so surreal, so full circle. And that tour was just a dream all around from the band that I had out there with me. Their fans are incredible. Like they showed up early to every show and it was like so full. And to get to play to those fans, I mean, the DMs that I got to was just like... You know, I never liked country music until tonight. And it was just really cool to be in front of a different audience and see that, you know, even even pop fans, even fans of indie bands like that can love country music. You're just changing lives left and right. Oh. <laughs> just changing I'm, lives. I'm trying. I'm just haters, doing what I love. Changing these haters and the lovers. I'm just doing what I love, man. I'm having so much fun. But that tour was epic. Absolutely epic. So, so now you've had one dream tour. What's the next dream tour? Oh my gosh! It's the next dream <laughs> There's tour. There's so many. Um, honestly, I'm just gonna put this out there, Dan and Shay, because I love their music, and I've gotten to write with Shay a bit. He's a homie, and I just, I just love what they do. I saw them at Bridgestone too, and they put on an incredible show, and it just looks like a party. I've never seen them live. But I feel like I would have to go sober. (laughs) Why do you say that? Because I can't, like, because his vocals are just, he's like, no bullshit. He he has the best vocals in Nashville. I agree completely. The the best vocals in Nashville. This is not knocking any other talented person, but I don't think that anyone has the range Mm, of what he can do. And I would have to go sober to totally like to feel to feel, feel every moment, every here. moment, yeah, and enjoy this, it. and then really appreciate it. I get that. I've had one artist sing me sober during a <laughs> <the> concert, <laughs> and it was Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran, wow. The first, yeah, the first time I saw Ed Sheeran, he played Bristol Arena. The first time he played Bristol Arena, and. Um, I didn't know what to expect. My friends bought tickets and were like, "Oh, come on, this is a show." Right. Okay, cool. I only knew at that one at that point was uh, uh, sing his song. Yes, sing. I only knew that song. Mm-hmm. That yeah, so good. that was it. So good. And he walked out, and he had like the, the opening band. It was like some type of UK band that he had, okay. and they were great. And then. He walked out, and I didn't know that he only played with just him and the guitar. In <laughs> a loop pedal. It's in a loop pedal. Had <laughs> no idea. Yeah, I had no idea. So I'm like, I'm like expecting like, oh, he's playing this. Okay, yeah. next song, full band. And I watch him play the first song. And I'm like, all right. Second song comes out. I'm like, all right, no band. It's just still him by himself. And then I start realizing like. Oh, he's like, there's no band. It's just him. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to drink anymore. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't want to, wow. I don't want to drink anymore. I'm like, I'm like, it was, and then watching him like silence yeah. 17, 18,000 people to sing one song. Mm. And it was just like, yep, I'm sober. 
Wow. I'm sober. I'm not drinking the rest of the night. I mean, that's a entertainer. And then we went. Yeah. And then we went. Yeah. Then we ran into him at Santa's afterwards. No way. Yeah. No way. Yeah. We went oh, to Santa's. That's so we went cool. to Santa's pub to do some karaoke, and he got up and he walked in and he did uh, no diggity. Oh, I love him even more for that. <laughs> Let's go. It I saw him. Uh, I saw him open for Taylor during the Red Tour. That was the first time I saw him. Really? Yeah. Again, loop pedal, just him. I was like so shocked. Yep. To be able to do that is insane. It, and, and to do it for an hour and a half, two hours. Like you're not just doing it like for one song and you're still doing it. Now you're doing it in mm. stadium. So it's like. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> who created like who created this? Yeah, there's only one edge here, and he's amazing. Yeah, amazing. Um, so what's 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 next to you? What's your ultimate goal by the end of the year for this for you? Oh, man, grand scheme, obviously, just get my music out to as many people as possible. I want as many people to hear this this project like I'm so excited about mm-hmm. these songs um, there's probably going to be the seven to eight on there mm-hmm. uh, first one's out next one's coming this week mm-hmm. um, we got a couple more singles this year and I I can't wait I really think it shows a different side of my artistry a different side to me than the first one did and so I can't wait for people that have been listening to my music or haven't heard it yet to discover that new side to me um, and then just shows like continuing to get out on the road and make new fans and meet people I that's one of my favorite things. I am excited for you in every aspect of this career because this is going to be something to really fucking watch and look and just oh, Marcus, see you just go. <laughs> I appreciate you so much. It really, Fireworks. it really like I've been in Nashville since I was 14 and I've always known I wanted to do this. This is there's never been a plan B. You're meant you're meant for this. And the reason why I know you're meant for this is because there's been a lot of people who bring you up in conversation to me. Oh wow. A lot of people. Wow. When I ask people like, okay, who's the new artist? I'm always looking at a new artist who okay, who's gonna blow up like yeah. and I bullshit you not, and I'm not saying this because your manager, your publicist is here, but I'm saying this because <laughs> this is true. I've literally had maybe ten people tell me and drop and literally just say your name. Wow. So you are, and they're like notable people in this town. So it's like, you, incredible. you're being watched. Wow. I'm just so grateful. I I don't know what I did to deserve this. I'm just like so happy. To you be, worked your ass off. To be doing the thing that I've always wanted to do. I'm just living living my dream. You worked your ass off. Aw. That's all it is. That. You worked your ass off. Just keep There's some it. of that in there, but I think there's some of God and there's some of, you know, the community and just like... You know, manifesting. There's a little bit of that too. Yeah, that <laughs> it is takes true. it takes all of it. It takes all of that. <laughs> yes, it does. People, you know. Oh, it takes. You're out there killing it too, doing your thing. Yeah, it's a lot of manifestation and God talking every day. That's right. <laughs> wake up. What What can I do today, God? What That's What right. can I do? It starts there. It starts there. <laughs> but no, seriously, this has been fantastic. I'm so glad we finally got to talk. Um, can't wait to see you perform. No, I can't wait. It's Thank you be, for having it's me. It's gonna be so much fun. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for uh, thanks for just taking your time out your busy ass day. Oh, stop! You're, I always love hanging with you and talking oh. with you, and this was a great time. It's been great. This has been another episode of the Smoking Section Podcast. The one, the only, <laughs> Alana Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you oh man! Thanks for having me. Yep. You're listening to The Smoking Section, powered by Symphonic.